Hello and welcome to another Expert Insights show. Each show, your host Donna Hansen interviews an expert on the latest trends, ideas, philosophies and approaches that impact on productivity, performance and profit both in business and personally. And now, here's your host, Donna Hansen. Hello and welcome to this Expert Insights episode. I'm Donna Hansen. In this episode, we speak with Barbara Barron. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Barbara. Known as the Family Meals Dietitian, Barbara is a registered dietitian nutritionalist. That's a bit of a mouthful. She puts her 30 years of food and nutrition expert expertise into action, whether working with employers, health professional groups, or busy mums one-on-one. Barbara dispels nutrition misinformation. She educates, informs, and inspires people to unlock the benefits of healthier food choices while enjoying the foods they love without guilt. She's the founder of the Be Your Own MVP through moderation, variety, and planning, an individualized nutrition program based on moderation, variety, and a good plan. Sounds good. She's the past president of the New York State Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. She's a Brooklyn native, and Barbara is also a fellow of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. I always have trouble with that word. Barbara works with organizations and their teams in empowering them to create balanced, nutritious meal plans to live a healthier and happier life one meal at a time. And who doesn't want that? Hi, Barbara, and welcome. Hi, Donna. It's so great to be here. And uh, on the other side of the world, <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> um, Technology. It is. It is, absolutely. Dietetics is an interesting one. And, and you know, we, we, I've got lots and lots of questions and uh, probably not enough time. But let's just see how much we, we can get through. But before we start, I'm really curious to know how you came about uh, or how you came to be a dietitian. Were you always interested in it? You know what? I always was a science buff or I loved science. And I, when I, it was back in seventh grade, you know, I won't take you that far back, but I really enjoyed the digestive system. And speeding up to when I was 15 in high school, you know, a little packing on a few pounds and the high school dance is coming around. And this was before the internet. So I decided to go to my doctor and ask him for some advice. So I got this nice little piece of paper from him, and it was a little trifold piece of paper, and it was 1,200-calorie diet for an adult woman. What do you think is wrong with that picture? Any mm. Is red it telling, telling you you're overweight? Is that, you know? No, actually, I'm 15, and this is for an adult woman. Wow. <laughs> I'm okay. still growing. I'm still uh, growing bones and muscle and everything. Well, I'm not faulting him. That's what he had at the time. And then, you know, that was before all this fancy stuff. Anyway, now we have more science. And I took advanced placement biology because I was the science nerd. And so I really just decided, or not decided, I learned that food is more than just calories because when I got this piece of paper, I, I really thought that this was the holy grail of diet. It was 1,200 calories. It had the food. It had the calories. But that's it, the food and the calories. And food is more than just calories. 
Mm, wow. Uh, so it sounds like it just created a real curiosity about how all this works and how the body processes and yes. so forth. It always amazed me. It's amazing. You know, you take something, you eat it, and body breaks it down, and it goes to all the places that it needs to go to, whether it's for building muscle or for your heart or for your hormones. It's just amazing. Yeah, I think sometimes we just take it for granted, don't we? Yes, and I, I do appreciate that not everyone has my appreciation for science, so I, I will stop at that point. <laughs> um, so I know this seems like a fairly obvious sort of question because, you know, we hear it a lot in the, the media, etc. but why do we need to eat better? And what exactly does eat better really mean? Well, all right, let's start here. Do you want more energy? Do you want to be clearer, more clarity? And food gives us that, gives us the, it's kind of like energizing your battery, like um, recharging your battery or putting gas into your fuel tank at the car. You got to feed your body so you feel better. And uh, so it's really important to do that with food and good food, healthy food. Sometimes we, you know, we don't always make the best of choices. But you can do it with just some really basic information. And I teach three pillars, or I kind of call it the three legs of a kitchen stool because I love family meals. And uh, so it's moderation, variety, and planning. And that is to become your own MVP. So humor me a little bit with the MVP. <laughs> However, I really do believe in, in this I, and I've always I've taught students too as in nutrition. And I say if you take nothing else from me, but those three were those three pillars, you will be set for life in a sense, because moderation is right size portion. Uh, if we eat just what we, our body needs, we will be fine. We don't need any more because anything excess will get turned into fat. Um, and then it'll also give us the energy that we need. The importance of variety, you know, foods, we have all these food groups and all these foods for a reason. There is no one food that will give, has the magic answer or the magic bullet. You know, everybody wants to lose weight. They want more, better health, gut health, but it, it all works together. And so variety is important. Grains will give us B vitamins. Fruits and vegetables give us vitamin A and C. And then we have our protein foods. So it all works. And then, of course, a good plan. You have we plan our finances, we plan our vacations, we plan our careers, but do we plan our eating? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I know, I know. For me, um, I'm vegetarian, and and uh, um, I find uh, if I don't have pre-prepared stuff in the fridge, it just makes it really challenging, and I get frustrated. And I guess when you're frustrated, you make maybe not so good food choices that can end up, you know, making you feel really sleepy in an afternoon full of meetings. Yes, very true. So, so now, may I ask what type of vegetarian? Because there are very varying levels of vegetarianism. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a vegetarian, but I still eat eggs and dairy, although I minimize my dairy, um, but I don't eat any product that is part of an animal. So okay. I don't eat fish because that would be a pescatarian. Um, yes. But, yeah, so, so like for me... You don't, tell, you don't uh, harm the animal. Well, that's you, right. So uh, that's a lacto-ovo yes. vegetarian that you are. Yes, and I've seen that on the, the Again, menu options with the airlines. My science nerd coming through. Oh. <laughs> 
Yes. So, you know, for me, like to, to plan ahead, you know, on Sunday I had some um, a mixture of vegetables. So um, uh, I had broccoli, I had cauliflower, I had zucchini and I had carrots. And I just chopped them all up and I put them in a pot of boiling water and just cooked them till they're nice and tender, put them in a big container and, and um, I just bowl them up and you know that might be my breakfast or a snack or whatever and sometimes i'll have leftover salads sitting in the fridge so um I, anything goes for breakfast that's true <laughs> <laughs> in fact i always do encourage more more vegetables and fruits and we don't get enough fruits and vegetables so i always tell all of my clients wherever you can get in more vegetables the uns, the non-starchy vegetables especially do, go for it. Like you can make an omelet with spinach, broccoli, or any of those lovely vegetables that you've mentioned. And there are so many plant compounds, nutrient compounds. And that's why I say food first always, because there's things in food that are that nature has packaged that we can't replicate. Mm. And I imagine it's tough to replicate. I would say we're getting close. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It just makes it easier for your body to process. The less processed it is means it's easier to process. Yeah. That's sort of that's sort of the thinking that I've always had. So um uh great. Okay, so okay, that's good. I've got permission. I'm not a weirdo for eating vegetables in the morning. No, no, I, I love it. In fact, I um I always if I don't have vegetables, I always make sure I have some type of fruit in the morning. And today I had berries with my, because I love berries, and they're so, and if you're, if someone's watching calories, they're low in calories. If someone's watching their heart health, strawberries have, have been known to help with heart health. Awesome. That's, that's terrific. Even just adding in little bits and pieces because somebody might have, you know, um, heart issues in the family and the more you can do to help um, uh, you know, support your body now. I, I sort of figure what I eat and what I do to my body now will impact on my quality of life when I'm in my 70s or 80s. You know what I mean? Ex very true. Yeah. Start so, now. So, <laughs> so, Barbara, what sort of work do corporate clients engage you for? Well, they want their employees to be happier, healthy live longer too, and they kind of think of themselves most often, it's their work family that they're con concerned about. So when we're what I do is I'll talk to uh, employees, their staff, and it's helping them either lower their blood cholesterol levels, their blood sugar, or weight management. I'll give talks primarily on these issues or concerns. And it's not talking just the numbers, it's how to do it healthfully and how to do it tastefully because food and taste, I mean, food has to be taste, taste good for it to, for it to be effective in our body, right? Yeah. And uh, on top of that, if something doesn't taste nice, it's hard yes. to continue the process, isn't it? Yes, very true. So I'm really, I'll focus on um, how to power up with breakfast or reclaim your, your power breakfast, make it more healthy. So maybe a donut's not the, the thing you want to go for in the morning or a Danish, but maybe a, a nice egg with some vegetables or an egg burrito would be nice. Um, and then it might be healthy holiday eating, or it could be 
instead of dining out these days, it might be more like dining in, how to order <laughs> and eat at home. Yeah, well, I know that's certainly become a growth industry in Australia with the COVID lockdown, et cetera, um, you know, not being locked down for an extended period of time and not being able to dine out, although we're starting to open up a bit more. But, you know, a lot more people dining in and it's great to see just the changing offerings that are, are coming out, which is, uh, which is good. Um, so I, I imagine that, um, you know, clients are looking to uh, have their, their programs available for staff or having someone like you available. Um, why, why do you think there's such an interest? I know we talked about home and work family. Home and work family. And there are so many benefits. So uh, you can, uh, employee, uh, employers will really see a significant return on the investment for a health and wellness program. Usually it's for every dollar spent. It is an average between 2 to $4 saved by having that program. And then uh, the average sick leave, the health plan costs, uh, workers' compensation can be decreased by like, like about 25% in cost savings. So there is a... Um, you know, kind of a drive to incorporate corporate wellness into the into a an employee an employer situation or corporation, and uh, the other I, I focus on family meals and so family meals I'll talk about family family meals how to we're we're in a time of being rushed uh, whether it's time that we're spending at home working from home nowadays time was a factor time is a factor before with hectic family schedules. The benefits of, eat, of having family home, a home-cooked family meal has shown that their children also have better self-esteem, better grades, less absenteeism, same as parents have less absente absenteeism when they, when they eat more healthfully. So there are just so many benefits to eating more healthfully. Uh, corporate wellness programs also have shown that employees also have kind of um, are more focused, either whether it's through physical activity or better eating. They're eating more fruits and vegetables, and those are there are so many wonderful nutrients in fruits and vegetables that we, you know, that benefit not only our gut health but also our brain health. Mm. Just um, going off on a slight tangent here, um, with uh, a lot of organisations around the world, um, they're starting to rethink about bringing everybody back into the workplace. And there's some, some big name companies that are going to be choosing to have a more hybrid model where people maybe work from home for part of the week and are in the office part of the week, or they may work from home forevermore or you know derivations of that um do you think do you see that as an opportunity for uh organizations to add value um doing something like you do so that they can support the people who are at home that maybe um you know feel like they've got less ability to make those um uh, food choices because you know they're, they're stuck inside their house during the work day whereas in the office you know it's it's pretty easy to pop out and go and grab some fast food and whilst it makes you feel good in the moment uh, it can make you feel pretty sluggish afterwards yes and what i i think is important is the i'll go back to even just the concept of variety we need diverse diversity in or diversifying our work day uh, to break things up 
So if being at home, if it's in, a, in front of a computer, in front of your iPad or your device, whatever mobile device, maybe it's just your phone, you need to break it up. And there are different venues and giving presentations, even virtually. So you, they, you can view something, you can listen to something while you're exercising or while you're going for a walk, taking a mini break, a walk break from work and stepping away. You can still listen to some helpful tips, like from Barbara Barron. <laughs> and, uh, so just things like that to help break up the monotony or the, not even the monotony, the, the, uh, you feel like you're constantly on the go and you're constantly, constantly on call. We work longer or more hours when working from home. And I love, I love my job. I love what I do. So sometimes I, I just be here for, for anyone who needs me. And sometimes I even have to take a break. So I make sure I go for my walk in the morning and I take a walk, I get up and do a stretch break like at lunchtime or right in the afternoon. Sometimes you get a little tired and even standing rather than do, to do your work. So all of these factors um, come into play. I'm not a physical you know, exercise expert, but I, I do know the benefit of healthy eating on your body. So, yeah, obviously, it's a combination of multiple things, you know, your environment, uh, the, yeah. the things you put in, the things you uh, expend, etc. cetera. So, uh, and you yeah. know what, Donna, we're, none of us, well, I don't know, maybe some people, but none of us are perfect. So every day is a new start, and we just have to start from where we are and one step at a time. And it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Barbara, it'd be pretty hard to change sort of cold turkey, so to speak. So if an organisation was considering, say, a wellness or a nutritional program for their staff, where should they start? Uh, very, I, I say take small steps. And the first step is to ask or understand what your employees need. What do they, what do they struggle with? What are their health concerns? Now, you can do some... Uh, I want to say not screenings, but you can do some evaluations that are HIPAA compliant or uh, anonymous to understand where the health risks lie within your company. Uh, is there a higher incidence of uh, heart disease or diabetes or whatever? Maybe there's other issues that, you know, no one really knows about. Uh, gut health is really important. Irritable bowel syndrome is another very popular uh, condition. But all of those things, first take an assessment of where people struggle. And then it might be just, oh, I don't want to eat healthy. You know, as you mentioned, reaching out for the fast food uh, place and get something quick and easy. It takes 20 minutes sometimes to just really put together a healthy dish. And a little bit of planning doesn't hurt. Um, and plus, I'll also can tell you that you can order, and I've worked with clients, who are not cooks. They don't like to cook. So I will guide them through some of the menu options at some of these fast food places. What can they do to eat more healthily, make better choices? And also, what are the portion sizes? When we tend to eat out, the portions are usually, uh, we have like a, they're overgrown, like three times what we should be eating sometimes. Not all the time. 
Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I know that a lot of the fast food chains here in Australia are, are very um, health conscious and have their, uh, uh, you know, their derivation of a, a healthy choice meal so that they speak to the masses. Um, you know, they might have a, a plant-based burger or they might have a, a wrap that has salad items in it. Um, but I still think there's a little bit of a ways to go. There is. And just because something might be plant-based doesn't necessarily, it's, oh, it depends oh, yeah. what the ingredients are. So some of your plant-based items can be more processed than something that isn't plant-based. So it's just to be a little bit more um, aware as a consumer and as an eater to know the difference. And I'm not saying that any of it's bad because I don't really don't believe in good food, bad food. I don't believe in diets. I believe I don't believe in fad diets. I call them false effects of dieting. So it's really striking that balance. And again, none of us are perfect, but you do have to be aware of what you what choices we're making. I've known many uh, many people who have just gone all plant based, and it's they're not you know. Uh, as there's a commercial, you know, the beer is beer is vegan. You know, <laughs> there's, a, there's a, an ad out there about that, but I'm not, I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying we just need to be a little bit more cautious and yeah, uh, wise as to the choices we make. Need to be mindful. I know um, uh, my dad wanted to go with me to a, a fast food chain uh, to get a burger, and uh, what would you eat? And I know that they have a vegan um, or plant based. A burger and I had a look and it had something like 680 calories and I'm thinking you know I don't know like that would be a night out for me to to consume maybe 680 calories in a dinner but you know I'm a little more conscious of what I put into to my body and um, sometimes it's just a matter of, of the knowing isn't it that's all knowledge there's knowledge is power right and the, it's, you may want that 680-calorie burger, which is fine as long as you know, <clears throat> excuse me, as long as you know what you're, you're eating. And then you can adjust maybe at the next meal or the next day mm. because it's cumulative effect. It's over like the, over three, over a week, three-day, three, one-week period that we kind of want to strike that balance. Mm. Well, as I said, we're not perfect, but we try and make, strive for better choices. Mm, mm. Um, so, Barbara, as individuals, what are one or two simple things we can do to give us more energy or stamina during the day? Well, uh, there's a two-check system, or actually three checks, and uh, plate check, snack check, hydration, <laughs> enough water. So your plate check, half your plate, uh, one advice is we don't get enough fruits and vegetables, at least like if it's uh, half fruits and vegetables or half vegetables, fill that plate up with your, especially with your non-starchy vegetables, leafy greens, uh, butternut squash, roasted cauliflower. Oh, I, you know, I can go on and on with carrots. <laughs> There's so much good nutrition there and it fills you up and you're satisfied. You do need a little bit of protein. You do need a little bit of grains or something uh, for, to give you a little bit more substance. But again, that will give you uh, half the plate, fruits and vegetables, or at least vegetables, if nothing else. And then um, snack. A good snack, depending on the time of day. But I always kind of pair, do a little snack pairing. So uh, 
say a fruit or vegetable, once again, <laughs> with a protein source. So like, let's say apple and peanut butter. What a great snack. It almost tastes like caramel apples. Um, you slice it up, you put a little, like a tablespoon throughout for the whole apple, tablespoon of peanut butter is delicious. Uh, another night snack, you can do peanut butter and banana. I'm sure you maybe have heard of that. Mm. Uh, bell pepper and hummus is a nice combo. So, and a nice snack to sustain you to the next meal. Now, if you're eating dinner in an hour, you may not want that snack. But if it's going to be two hours or three hours stretch between, say, lunch and dinner, go for it. And, and again, I'm going, berries and yogurt is a wonderful thing. I love doing that. Maybe adding a little bit of uh, either chia seeds or flax seeds for some omega-3 fatty acids or and fiber. It can go on for that. Anyway, all those wonderful things. And uh, everyone's an individual, so calories will and portion sizes will be, be adjusted for individual needs. Mm. Um, you know, I... I um uh, a number of years ago, I went and saw a dietitian. I went for about, um, I think I went six or seven times. And what it really did for me was gave me clarity around something that had been commercialised a lot by, you know, the media, how women in particular, being female, um, were supposed to look and, and, and the issues that that developed in my head. And I found that a really liberating and empowering experience. So it's not just something that people um, will do. It's going to see a dietitian because you have a problem. It's about understanding because, as you said before, when we understand the impact that the things we eat have on our body and, and how much better we can feel simply by um, modifying our diet in some way. Um, so is that something, you you know, obviously being a dietitian, you, you want to help as many people as you can, but is, is that something that you think beneficial? I think it's very beneficial. We put too much focus on the scale and not enough focus on how we feel. And I, I always work in mindful eating and uh, a focus on health, not the number on the scale with any of my clients. And so important. And there's a, there are movements. It's health at every size movement. There are books that have been written, uh, intuitive eating, mindful eating. And it is about being, you know, are you hungry? Stopping, pausing, taking a little bit longer with your food, savoring your food. Uh, so definitely that's important. Mm. And you do, we do need some, some of us uh, or some may need to develop a new relationship with food because of that, you know, or we've been a part of the clean plate club, or maybe it's been the other way around. Food has been your pacifying, you know, to calm you, and you got to kind of rethink of, you know, that relationship that you have with food. Mm, mm. So, Barbara, we're fast running out of time. I've got one more sort of question. Um, are there foods that we should or shouldn't eat at certain types of the day? Well, I'll just end with this moderation, not deprivation, because I any part of the day you want, if you're hungry, really think about whether you're hungry or not. I don't believe in restrictive eating. Uh, there are there are fasting regimens that people may consider, and you would want to do that with the guidance of a health professional, like a dietitian, and then you have to ask yourself why. 
there like so everyone is an individual it may not be what is good for you because if if food has been such a focus it may not be the right thing if there are individuals out there that are really uh, have had eating disorders it's not a good approach to go with an intermittent fasting and then there are others that may it may there's some science and it's evolving that it may be beneficial for some but not all and again i would really work with an individual on an individualized basics basis and it's again um thinking more mindfully about eating mm, absolutely and i think you uh, you've brought us to that uh, that place it's a nice little circle mvp moderation variety and uh good plan plan that's right excellent good i'm just embedding that now um so if our viewers listeners etc wanted to get in touch what types of resources or programs do you have or can people explore a conversation with you oh definitely there's uh i have a website barbarabaron.com i also have a free facebook group called better meals with barbara and I'm in the middle of a, or I just started a five-day challenge on, guess what? Healthy eating? Healthy eating, but healthy serving sizes. So we're focusing on moderation, the right size portion, so that if you go there, you can see a little picture of a, a serving or a bowl of cereal. And it's like, guess how many cups in that bowl of cereal? Uh that's what we're doing now. And then uh, they, anyone who participates the most will get some free time with me, 30 minutes of uh, and a nutrition assessment of their food in, intake. I do a three-day food journal that we can look at. And then um, they, can do, they can schedule a free uh, strategy call with me, and we can go from there. I have uh, some online resources. Uh, online on my website, I have... Um, have newsletters, but I also have um, a handout on handy serving size tips, and it's hand gestures at the table <laughs> that are PG rated. <laughs> I'll leave awesome. it there. <laughs> awesome. Well, that that's to help you guide you through serving sizes. That that should be really helpful for people who haven't been exposed to this sort of stuff. Well, maybe you've never actually thought. Um, you know, in much detail about the impact of it. So if you're looking for uh, feeling better, more energy, etc., you know, maybe it's time to um, just consider having a one-to-one with a dietitian to talk about, um, you know, what's right for you. So, Barbara, thanks so much for your time today and for your insights on health and wellness in life and in the workplace. And everyone, thank you for joining us for this Expert Insights episode. Until next time, this is Australian productivity and technology expert, Donna Hansen. Have an amazing week. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Expert Insights show. If you've enjoyed the show, why not subscribe via the podcast page on www.donnahansen.com.au or through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn or Stitcher. Until next time, as Donna says, don't forget to work smarter and not harder with technology.